Hi there, this is Celessa, and you're listening to From Nothing to Profit. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> it's always so tricky to do that introduction, isn't it? You're listening to From Nothing to Profit. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas and grow your business faster. Alyssa, we are so excited to have you. This is almost like our first time to meet besides uh, texting back and forth or DMing on Instagram. And yeah. I, I want to introduce you to our audience. Uh, Celessa had a um, successful advertising design studio for 16 years before she became a photographer. And uh, she, uh, I found her on um, Instagram seeing all of her beautiful work of high school seniors. And God and family are the most uh, important things to Celessa. And you, uh, I just feel like your work exudes beauty, like really elegant, Aww. timeless beauty. And so uh, we're excited to have you here because I feel like just seeing what you do, you have a successful photography studio. Thank you. I do. I do feel like I work very hard and I have some absolutely incredible clients and um, the word gets out when you um, really love each and every one. So thank you. Yeah, I'm looking at your work right now because you, you and I don't really know each other either. No. Um, and it's just amazing, amazing work. I mean, so I follow you and I followed you for a long time. Thank um, you. But I haven't looked at your work recently because, you know, you know the algorithm, how that thing works. Um, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, some really amazing work lately as well. So Thank um, you. nice work. I mean, always doing a good job. So and it's and it's cozy sweater and jacket season. <laughs> Um, according to your last post, which right. it totally is like, and it's my favorite time of year. Not so. here in Kansas. It's been like 90 every day. We are definitely tired of the, we're ready for yeah. sweater season for us. I got up, I got up yesterday early and we, li I live in Colorado and it was literally 40 degrees. Oh, <laughs> so sounds wonderful. Like, yeah, you know, like, it's, okay, it's wonderful and terrible all at the same time. But yeah. the, this, this shot that I just posted was from last fall. So. We don't really yeah. have that much color yet. Yeah. And where are you located? In Michigan. And tell us more okay. about your business. Cool. Anything um, more that I didn't add? Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yep. I, I, uh, I'm not sure if I wrote this on my intro, but um, obviously you know that I, was, I had my own advertising design business. That's what I went to college for. Of course, it always included photography. And... Um, I always loved this end of the business and raising two young kids. It would just became very difficult to work from eight in the morning till <laughs> you never know, um, 11 at night and um, trying to also have a family. So I decided to get into the photography business. And at that time it worked well because um my kids were very involved in all kinds of things. So I had all kinds of connections in that way. And my daughter was a dancer. So um, I started out doing a lot of headshots for the dancers when they'd go to New York and try to get work. Um, so that, that probably is one of the things that really got me more involved in the photography business. I was doing it on the side. 
and I'm not doing it on the side now. Now I'm working 24-7, but my kids are grown and out, so <laughs> I can do that. Um, and I do have a model team, um, which I think there's good things and bad things about that, but um, and I and I believe that it works for some people and some people it doesn't work. Um, whatever works for each person and however they want to make that model team work for them. If they want to have five girls, if they want to have 30 girls, whatever works best for them. Um, for me, I like to keep it somewhere in between. I started out trying to get as many girls as I could. Um, at this point, I like about 15, uh, 10 to 15. It's more comfortable. And if anybody's ever had a model team, it's very, very difficult to just, just the communication with the teens is always interesting. We love them, but very interesting. <laughs> yeah, but they're, but they're their own monster for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> You're calling teenagers monsters? You've, uh... I, was a high school, I was a high school, hey, I was a high school teacher. I earned the badge to call oh, them monsters. That's funny. Yes, Matt, you did probably. <laughs> So how many seniors do you photograph a year then? Um, anywhere from 50 to 75. Okay. Yeah. So you're, do you feel like your model team is what brings in your seniors or what, how do, how do you get those clients? In some ways, um, I really fought the model team idea for quite some time mm -hmm. just because I was getting referrals just because of word of mouth and the photos on Instagram. And I really fought it um, because I was busy enough. But I, one of the things that I love about the model team is I can kind of have fun and do creative things that I might not be able to do during the regular senior shoot year. Because we know that some teens love going out of the side of the box. And then there's many teens that are not yeah. They, they need to fit in. They don't want to cross that line. They want to fit yeah. in. So it does. I mean, the, the last photo that I just posted on my Instagram, the fall one, it's just kind of a simple one. And the girls feel comfortable and it's very pretty. Um, it's not uh, definitely doesn't go outside the box, but I like to include those kind of shots as well in my shoots in the model. Team. Yeah. So the girls can, purchase those things as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Good. So yeah, I'm, 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 and I'm just, yeah, I'm just scrolling through your Instagram right now, kind of just looking at, at, at different things. Um, so I'm now I'm choking on my apple I was eating. Um, so I'm going to stop, I'm going to put down Instagram. <laughs> and put your apple down. How about if I ask the question, yeah. Matt? Well, that, 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 the, the apple went down. It just went down the wrong side. So, okay. Yeah, go, go, ahead, go ahead and take over while I, while okay. I die over here. So, um, so were you answering the question of what is working now for you and your business, your model team, or do you have something more to add to that? Um, I would say what I would like to add is to make every shoot an experience mm, yeah. for this girl in whatever way you feel like their personality um, calls. So what would, what would be examples um, of that type of thing that you do for your seniors? Um, sometimes it's helping them style their outfits before they come. Sometimes that means an experience in the locations that we go to many times. Um, 
um, the the daughter and the mother just enjoy so much the locations. Um, sometimes that means a studio setup that is so special that they're not going to get anywhere else. Um, and make it an experience um, with your Insta stories. That's such an important thing these days, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can, and obviously keep those Insta stories. And that makes it so much fun for the kids um, because that's where they are at these days, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, many times it is the, lo- the location. I'm taking them to a location that they've lived in the area for so long, but they've never been to this specific location that, and they're just in awe of what it looks like. And obviously, sometimes we all shoot the strangest little spot on the side of the road that shoots beautifully, but isn't anything that they would expect. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that makes that make that makes it fun, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I spend a lot of energy thinking about that type of stuff too, like differentiating myself. Um, for my business, but also like trying to differentiate sessions as well. Cause especially like during the busy time, like you can just get in a rut and keep going to the same place over and over and over, you know? So, oh, let's all sing that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I have a question for but, you. But, when I see on your Insta stories that the, they are sitting in front of the computer looking at their pictures and it looks like they're looking at them like right after the session. Is that something that you do or am I misinterpreting it? Yep. Um, so how I how I do my um, my presentation is on my my Mac and in Lightroom, and I do not do it right okay. after. Um, some of my my shoots are anywhere from two to six hours oh, long. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're yeah. Exhausted. You can't do that right away. No, they're exhausted, and then the time to download them, and I so then I. Um, call through the, the photos and get rid of things. And many times I'll leave in silly things where they look in just to break up the monotony of so many photos um, where one eye is half shut. They always they do. To see those kind of things. Oh my they goodness. do. It, it breaks up the monotony oh sometimes of five photos that look the same that are just gorgeous and then they yeah. they laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, make, so that actually makes sense. Um, yeah, and <laughs> and I think that's one of those things that maybe um, actually would probably work. But you know, sometimes like the industry tells you like don't do these certain things. But then if you actually are just in touch with your clients, you're like, no, that actually is exactly what we need right here. So. Right to break up the the moments of them. Sometimes, like I had one girl that said, "I'm I'm having anxiety. I'm having anxiety because she was so stressed about trying to." she just loves so many of them and that just kind of helped break the anxiety moments and gave her some giggles. So, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so let's, let's switch gears a little bit real quick and talk about um, kind of the industry in general. So like, you know, what, what are you, when you think about the industry, what are you, what are you excited about or what are you fired up about? Um, yeah. The industry kind of, is kind of, changing so much constantly, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I've been doing this for so long, it's hard to be how, always how many fired up. have you done it? <laughs> yeah, no. 
Um, mainly seniors, okay. about 14 yeah. years, maybe. Um, but yeah. I've been doing it longer than that. Um, because, um, like when yeah, I yeah. was talking about the headshots, that's not including that time. Um, but as far as what I'm excited about in the industry, I'm excited about seeing film in the industry. Um, I just have to try to figure out how to make a profit with film in combination with photos. I and you're, and you're are you talking like physical rolls of film or like film, like, like oh, video films? Video. Okay. Video. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yep. Which I used to include in my collections. I used to just do still photos and it would be in the larger collections and they would get a slideshow many, many years ago. Um, and then I started putting in little clips of them um, during the shoot that were really cute. So I'd combine the clips and the stills. I did that many years ago, but I stopped doing it just because it took so much time. And I was just trying to figure out what is most profitable. And that's... Yeah, right. We want to have fun, but we are all in business. And there's so many times that photographers don't look at it that way. Um, well, yeah, because, you know, yeah, you can spend four hours and you're like, okay, if I'm going to spend four hours and doing this one thing, like, where's where's the money actually in those four hours, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah, and that's the way I felt about doing, like, like video and fusion stuff like that, too, is like, man, this is just a lot of work and a lot of money. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of with you, like, trying to figure it out, but I don't know where the profit is. So I really want to try to figure that out. I did go to a small little class, which did not um, really cover much film, just a tiny bit. She really ran out of time with somebody locally here that does it and does a really wonderful job. Um, and that was a few years ago. So I keep, I keep trying to find, figure out if I want to try to go in that direction. I, um, we have to look at what the kids really are interested in, obviously, and what the parents will spend the money on. Um, so I'm fired up about my model team. I'm fired up about sometimes doing these fashion-inspired shoots, which I don't do too many of, but I love when we get to do those kind of things. I just, I just had a consultation with a new client that just is she, – she pulled up all my – my um, most stylized type shoots. That's fine. And that's why she came to me. Now I don't have, yeah, isn't that great? But I don't post that many of them because so many of the girls, they don't want to cross that line. So I love, I love to be able to do the fashion inspired shoots. Um, and I love to style my girls. And, um, we just have to figure out what sells. And that's my bottom line is trying to, as I mentioned before, there's so many times photographers don't have to support their families or are not here to, they're just here to add a little extra uh -huh. money to their family. And um, so they can have fun with working on something for five hours film or something like that but bottom line for me is I'm trying to look at what's going to sell what's going to make a profit what's going to make everybody happy client and myself yeah 
So um, that's what we're trying to figure out. So then the what's firing me up is the fashion-inspired shoots that I can do sometimes. And I'm still trying to yeah, figure I mean, out if I'm fired up about the film yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so do, do you feel like your clients are really into the fashion-inspired shoots? Like you, a, a smaller you, group, A smaller group. Okay. So not everybody, but there are some people that really embrace it. and Because kind of, I think – in terms of being fired up about some stuff, it's nice for, for me anyways to have like reciprocal energy. You know, you try something and people are as excited as you are about it, then it kind of just builds, you know? Yes, yes. So, and yes. I, I found the same thing with fashion inspired shoots is we found that it's not necessary for everybody, but for some people, it's exactly what they want. So. Right. So if you don't do it, then the client that I um, had my consult with yesterday probably would have never come to me. Right even though I don't post constant um, fashion-inspired shoots. And then there's also the, the different looks, like the different angles that people are doing around the country. I mean, the, you have to look at that and see, do your clients buy that, do they not? It's fun to do that in part of the shoot. It's not going to take a lot of time to do right. that kind of thing, um, just to mix it up a little bit. So I love that. I used to do that when I first started out when I didn't really care about um, if I was <laughs> if they actually money or not. were going to buy those pictures. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, we're, and, we're, and we're having the same discussions in our studio right now, too. It's like, what did we used to do um, mm -hmm. that we could bring back, you know, and like, what, what did we used to do and now have forgotten why we got rid of it, you know, and like, yeah. got to be careful what we bring back, too. So. Right. Right. And, and to mix it up. I mean, to do some of these things, it doesn't take that long. Yep. I, um, I totally agree. And it's just nice to keep it fresh. Cause like, you know, I, we've been in business for 11 years. You've been in business for 14 years. Like, yeah, just, it, you got to keep it fresh because otherwise it just becomes a grind, you know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We need to keep it fresh, but we also have to um, keep it fresh and make it something that somebody's going to want to purchase. Yeah. Um, so, hey, Kaya, take us into the lightning round, and we definitely have some time to spend a little bit of time on some of these questions. So if you want to um, go through a couple of lightning round questions, um, I'd be yeah. curious to know. Yeah. So I know you've seen our list of questions beforehand. So if there's anything that we don't ask that you want to address, please feel free. But one question that we actually haven't asked before is, like, what what is the deep down reason why you're a photographer? Like philosophically, I feel, I feel like you could answer that. Well, I do. Yeah, I, think, I feel like in your bio, there was some of that already. <laughs> um, I think, I think, especially when I started out, I really loved the idea of making these, these Girls mainly. I mean, obviously the boys, we want them to feel good about the shoot. Um, but the girls make them feel confident about themselves. I'm sure both of you know that when, no matter how well you know the girl, the moment they walk in, they're usually nervous. So it is, it just makes me so happy to make her feel like she is beautiful and make her feel confident in herself. And that is something that I think 
really drives me no matter if, you know, no matter if they have the typical beauty or if they, if there's some beautiful things about them. Um, obviously if they're a very kind or fun, sweet person that's caring, obviously that just brings out more in me to give back. But sometimes you can't even tell if they are because they're so nervous about the shoot. So you need to bring out the best in them. Obviously, we all know that. Um, let me think what else. Oh, I, I think that's say. a great answer because well, what you, something you said just in passing earlier is, you know, you said, I just have to love them. And so I feel like uh, that not everyone talks about that, but um, I think that's that's really important because you can see it in people's eyes in the pictures. If you really care about them. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's how, and that's how you get to 14 years of business too, is like actually really loving your clients and being in it for them. Cause I think some people lose that passion and I've had moments in my career where I've lost that passion. Oh, it's yeah. very hard to get through the week or the month um, when you've lost that, like, no, this is actually important to people. And I'm here, you know, like, the the why when you lose when you lose the why you know so. right right and making them feel good in in stills or maybe someday um, film again um, but making them really feel like they're looking at you with the same mm-hmm. love that you're looking mm-hmm. back at them with yeah so if you if you didn't have this current job this will be an interesting question because you 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 came from a different industry, but if you didn't have photography now, where do you think you would go next? Cause you came from advertising to photography. Where do you think you would go next? Of course, my logical answer is I love design. Yeah. Um, I, I love design. I love, um, everything photo, but I also just love design. So I love to design albums in the industry that I'm in right now. Um, but we used to do all kinds of fun things with type and and um, colors. And so I just, I don't know where else I would go other than back into the design world. Yeah. Which has sense. changed yeah. so much, obviously. Um, it's changed so much through the years. But that is the only thing I could think of when I saw that question. Yeah. Well, that, and that, that actually makes sense. Like, yeah. Cause once you know something and you feel comfortable with it, you're like, what version of this would I, would I do? You know, right. I, I don't think a lot of people are comfortable just like, you know, saying like, Oh, well I did, des- I did advertising and design and now I'm doing photography. And the next thing I would do is become a nurse. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's probably too far fetched, but I actually, wanna... I actually, um, one of the designers that worked for me because it was a small company with 10 employees and then I hired freelance constantly but one of my designers became a chiropractor so I guess it does happen I'm sure that does happen yeah so the two things I wish I would I if I could redo the whole thing I say this and I probably wouldn't actually do it but a chiropractor is super appealing to me and so is being a dentist I don't know if I'd want to go through all that schooling to do all that but right both those are super appealing to me see it does it does make sense and my daughter's going to be a nurse practitioner and I mean, it does make sense that you could go from design to something like that. And yeah. my designer, I mean, he he told me, he originally told me, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to go in the design field. 
and that's what he finished his schooling, but then ended up going back to become a chiropractor. But I think the chiropractor schooling is less than obviously than becoming a dentist, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even want to look into either one of them because I'm the type of person that's like, well, that seems like a fun hobby to become a chiropractor. And I you can do a grouchy chiropractor. Waste. Not, I waste. Think. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah. that. You need to be an online marketer. No. Life fisherman. You should start a YouTube like how to be right. a fly fisherman and start a YouTube channel or something. I would actually probably enjoy that, that long term. Um, okay, so the next but. question, this is actually one of Matt's <laughs> favorites, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it of you, my dear, is uh, if you had um, $1,000 right now, what would you buy that's photo related? And what would you be tempted to buy, but you wouldn't or shouldn't buy? I $1,000. I don't know how much would a drone Would you buy a drone? Cost. And I know drones are, I don't, yeah, I'd have to look into the specifications if we could actually do that. I think I would, I just bought the Canon oh, you did. Wow. Okay. mirrorless. Do you like it? And, and I do, there's things about it that I still need to investigate that are irritating me, but um, I do. And I just, we just bought a 35 um, sick. Yeah, art I did too. Lens. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The better and to make the feet. Did you? In the, what do you think? Right. Exactly. Really for family pictures, and all my fifty lenses were like out of focus all the time. So I was like, all right, I need something that's going to let me do big family groups. So, but yeah, I, that's perfect. I was with. Um, uh, another photographer. I'm not sure if I should mention him. That you're welcome to if you want. Spot, you know, Thomas Wynn. Mm -hmm. Um, and he oh, let me use okay. his yeah. 35, and I fell in love with it. That's cool. Yeah, we just recently switched um, to Nikon mirrorless, and I we absolutely love it. Like, do you love it? Like, I mean, it took a couple weeks, like for some corks and stuff like that. But oh, it's like. Oh, the advantages are so much better than the disadvantages. You know, like anything, you got to learn it, but right. it's, it's absolutely amazing. So. I was going back and forth about, I, I needed to stick with Canon. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and, we, and we've been, and we've been Nikon for 17 years now. So. Right. But then so many people are going to the Sony because of the tracking. Yeah. Yeah. But I so, figured. Um, okay. So what, so what would you, what would you be tempted to spend that money on, but not buy or no, no, no better than to buy? I think I would, I need to investigate, um, some flashes, some more flashes. Um, yeah. my husband and I, um, work together and he's not agreeing with me on that. So that's always yeah. But that's we always worried you're because you're like somebody's right in this situation. You and the person spending the money doesn't want to be the person that's wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, that that pretty much sums up my studio life with my wife. Is like okay, <laughs> I want to. Somebody wants to spend money. Somebody doesn't want to spend money. Let's just hope the person that's spending money that's is not funny. wrong. Exactly. So. Exactly. I I think it. You know, I use both reflector and off-camera flash 
the whole time that I'm shooting, I just decide what I want to do. Yeah, which is good. But it is, it, I'd, I'd like to be able to fool with, um, yeah, there's just more creative stuff, just different stuff to bring out creativity. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think it's awesome. I see that's I, the reason I said that was great is because I see a lot of photographers that like only shoot with reflector or only yeah. shoot with flash. And I think it's so important to keep the balance based on the situation. So you look at this and go, no, the right tool is actually the reflector. Exactly. But, but I mean, a lot of people learn off camera flash and just put the reflector away forever. And I don't think that's necessarily probably the best way to do it. I think it's it's whatever look you want at the moment with, yeah. based on the situation, like you said, the light. Um, it, it just depends. And obviously, if you have a full group, you're not going to be able to – a massive group flashes well, the best. It sounds to yeah. me, Celessa, um, like you would buy – you would buy all of it. I think you're, you're like, I, I think I this, 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 and this. Are and you? I'm thinking about buying this and this. I'm like, are, are you, are you a, are you a shopper? Like, you're like, there's always something to buy. Well, I, actually my husband is always looking into the gear, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. But he, I told him I wanted him to meet us, meet, um, meet me in Ann Arbor when I was with Thomas Wynn. Uh -huh. And uh, so when he came, he ended up seeing his equipment and looking at it. And, and then I showed him the photos when we came back and it made, it was an that easy sale. So funny. Yeah. She's going to buy one <laughs> of do, each. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Celessa, uh, we also would love to know what's the best advice you've ever received. Oh, I saw that. I saw that question and I was trying to process that one. Um, we can skip it. Yeah, let me process that. So maybe right in the beginning, um, let's just say right in the beginning to really time myself. Because in the beginning when you're doing it for fun, when I was doing it more for fun than total profit, I wasn't timing myself. And if you really time yourself, you see where, oh, that's where you're losing all your time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For the beginners. Well, and even if you've been doing it for a while to, to sit, to really think about your business and where am I spending my time? Can I spend less time there? Can I do twice as much if, if I do the process differently? So, yeah, that's good. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, so share, 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 we're going to get through all these questions, which is awesome. So, um, so I'm scared. No, 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 no. It's good. Like sometimes we don't, we just don't have enough time to get through all the lightning round, but share one personal habit that you think that contributes to your success besides the, besides shopping. Like what is another person? Oh. <laughs> um, I think I'm not a young photographer. In fact, one of my uh, clients mentioned to me the other day, she was having a great time and she said she almost booked with this other woman. And then she said, <laughs> and then she said, she's much younger. Yeah. <laughs> but she said, I'm so happy I booked with you. Um, I think I'm just always trying to see what, 
is going on with these specific teens in their heads. What makes them tick? What makes them happy? Um, what type of things they're posting. Obviously, we are all hearing this probably. I would assume both of you are hearing. My girls always say, oh, I love to go out on a photo shoot. My friends and I all go out on a photo shoot with their iPhones. Yeah. So that's that's a new thing, obviously. Um, not super new, but... Yeah, I'm with you. ...in the last years. So um, see what they're shooting. See what makes them tick. Obviously, we want to make it 10 times better. But see what what makes them tick. Yeah, try to try to get to like what their intention of the photo is, whether they pulled it off or not. Like, what were they trying to do? Right. And then, like, actually pull it off and do it. You know? Yeah. Right. Many so. many of the, these girls all love to go to the sunflower fields. If there's a sunflower field within an hour, they all like to go out. Of course, our photos are so much better than theirs. But you need to make sure that you make your photos so much better than theirs. Come up with yeah. something totally different that they wouldn't have done in the sunflower field. Or, um, so you can sell that photo because they already have that photo. And I'm not sure yeah. um, if either of you let your the parents take cell phone pictures while you're shooting, do you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm 100% opposed, to, opposed it, to, sure. to it. And uh, the reason that I am... I'm- because they um (laughs) it it breaks up my flow so if the senior sees another camera they start posing for that one oh yeah no 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 yeah like i'm thinking like just behind the scenes like shooting over the shoulder a little bit yeah not like actually no but i'm just the way the cell phone i ask that they not pull it out the whole time so anyway but plus i would love to hear what you do i i so agree with you well, they're so worried. I they're so like, mom, I'm going to look bad in this picture. So many, and yes. then they want to take the phone from their mom and edit, you know, like look at them. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. For so many reasons. You're so right about that. It ruins the flow. I mean, I used to do weddings. I don't do weddings anymore. Um, of course, everybody would want to get their phones out. So the group photos, everybody would look be looking every which way instead of at you and I used to turn around and say you can take your photos whenever you want that was for weddings totally different than seniors Um, but with my seniors I say no photos absolutely no photos for so many reasons the one that you mentioned because I can always tell when the mom is taking the phone out even though even when I've told her not to suddenly I see that the senior's eyes going over to her Sometimes even making a silly uh-huh. little face at her and it breaks up the flow. And then I have, I just did a shoot in the city and there was a McLaren that this girl wanted to be by. And it's a funny story, but I won't get into it. And so, um, is it what, she, is it what she drives to school? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, just, just double checking. You never know with these seniors nowadays. I mean, you're right. You you never know. There are some. I know one of my seniors. Um, she has a few really expensive cars, but and she's the sweetest girl. She's she definitely is spoiled, but not it's not affected by it. Um, That's good. But this this there was a McLaren driving by, and the mom we were telling us stories about shooting with different cars and fur coats and all kinds of things that people don't given us while we're on a shoot. And um, so the mom started oh kind of chasing the McLaren. It was white, black, and red. 
and the girl. Um, so she chased after it, and then there were a group of old elderly men sitting on the corner in this really very nice neighborhood. Um, and they looked at us and said, do you want us to call Mike? And we said, oh, you know him? Okay, call him. So they called Mike, and Mike brought his car back, and we did a little shoot. And, of course, I I felt bad. I told the mom she can take a picture. Of course, they didn't buy any of the pictures because oh, she already wow, had yeah. her little cell phone pictures. Isn't that interesting? So, you know, I know when sometimes the kids – are taking pictures. First of all, you're ruining the experience when they come to look at the photos. If you do IPS, you're ruining the experience because they've gone through those photos on their phones so many times. Sometimes they post them and then they won't post yours. Even if they love yours, they've already posted a photo and you know, teens, they don't want to post two things that are similar. So um, you're ruining that big reveal by letting them take cell phone pictures obviously our photos are so much better but that you have to iphone with this. the telephoto on it you, i don't know i think it's probably going to be about even if you're not using flash i i agree with you that's a big conversation yeah. that we all need to have i so agree with you so that's another reason why you want to put that tell them to put it away and the parents always say i just want to send it to my husband I just want to show them what I'm doing. And then my husband walked by this woman. We said, okay, you could take a couple pictures. That's it. And they always say, oh, I'm going to include you in it. But he says yeah. that they just zoom in, yeah. take the picture of their daughter. They're, they will they will just kind of give you a little fib there. And so if you want to make a sale, if you're doing this for fun, fine. So many people say they don't want to offend the client. No, just be up front from the beginning and say, you're spending the time for the locations, the poses, the styling, and that is yours. I always say, if you want to go out on another day and take photos, you are welcome to. I don't necessarily want to encourage that, but I just think that we are doing ourselves an injustice by letting the parents take photos. Yeah, I agree. So that kind of transitioned us to the next or to the, kind of the last question, which is, so what's the craziest shoot that you've ever done? So like, obviously a McLaren is, is pretty wild, but um, <laughs> it wasn't that, I mean, it was cute, but it was. Yeah. Special. But so when, when I say, what's the craziest shoot, what do you think of? Let's see, I guess I'll give you a couple examples, I guess. Um, just recently I and I did the uh, a chalk shoot with my a gymnast, and um, she wanted certain colors, colored chalks that matched the college she was going to. Um, we literally did it in my front yard in my driveway, and because of course you have to be, it's such a mess. And she, at the end, she ended up walking in our backyard and going for a swim in our lake to try to clean herself off. That was the last crazy shoot because it was such a mess. Right, right, um, right. And You're probably I, still finding chalk. Exactly. <laughs> Same with the girl and her, the chalk in her ears and her every yeah. part of her body. Um, 
And other crazy shoots, I would say, bringing, um, I don't know if it was 15 or 20 teenage girls to Detroit and doing a group shoot. That was crazy just trying to control them. Yeah, just the logistics of it. And keeping them safe because you're in a big city. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I brought them to safer places, but we're still in a big city. I made sure that I had, I said that I had to have some mothers with us. So yeah. I think we had two or three. But of course, the girls want to just go wandering and do yeah, selfies. Right. Fearless, fearless. Yeah. Totally fearless. Because I, I would do the group shoots and then I'd do individual shoots. So they'd want to go wander and try to take photos of themselves. And I decided I wasn't going to do that again, not with that big of a group. So the next group yeah. I brought down was more like five. When I, and I have a quick story around the same thing. When I was a teacher, we went to, I took a group of students to Jamaica and we had like no issues. It was awesome, easy going, like it was fine. I mean, and then a couple of years later we went to um, Guatemala and it was like, it was just awful. Like the, the kids just wanted to wander everywhere and just like, they didn't worry about their safety or anything like that. And it was just a totally different trip for me. And I've always thought about that. Like, okay, what was the difference between the two? And all I can ever come up with is just different personalities. But I'm like, you know, if I, if I knew I was going to get the Jamaica trip, I would do it all the time. Right. If I knew there was even a chance that the coast or the Guatemala trip would happen. I would just never even think about doing it again. So yeah, I don't know. I'm with you though, but you know, groups like big groups of people traveling to the places that can definitely be a logistical nightmare, especially when you feel responsible for them. I yeah. Know. Well, yes. You and we used totally to take groups of guys and girls for our spa uh, events um, for our senior model uh, contest. And I would always be like, we do not want any spa babies. They would be beautiful, <laughs> but we don't want them. So we got to keep everyone, everyone separated. No. <laughs> That's so fun. That's yeah. interesting that you say that because I, okay. you know, like when you think about like a crazy shoot, you think about you know, I don't know. I think about like being on a cliff or you know something like that. But I do understand that because you know when you're in a business, it's very different. You know, they talk about like photographing newborns and making sure yeah. they're safe. Um, and you know, there are things that you have to really right. think about logistically. Um, because you want to protect your business and what you're doing for your family and continue to make the profit that you're working towards. So uh, that's an interesting share. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. So yeah, let's, so let's wrap it up there. So tell people how they can connect with you, um, follow you, um, things like that. So that um, yeah, my people can see your work. My Instagram is Celessa studio. That's an S as in Sam Celessa studio. Um, I have a Facebook, a website, of course, um, Facebook, professional Facebook page. And um, I also, I, I've been asked so many times to mentor, um, and I am considering doing a little bit of that, um, possibly in the, a little more of a downtime. I did tell some people that I probably set something up in the spring. Cool. Um so, so for the people that have been following you for a long time, that may be perfect. They should reach out to you for sure. Yes. They can DM me, connect to me on Facebook or however they'd like. Thank you. Wonderful. Cool. cool. Well, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It was really nice meeting you. Um, I think I said this at the beginning, you're one of the, the people that 
um, neither Kaya or I knew very well. So it was really nice to get to know you. It's wonderful um, getting to know you too. You seem like amazing people. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. do. We, we try, right, Kaya? We try. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to turn so, around and ask you all the questions you asked me. The, like, Kaya, what is the, the craziest? That's the, the craziest oh, no, no, you no, get. I'm not answering that. Kaya, yes. that that's season three. <laughs> My, mine are too crazy for um, our PG-13 show. <laughs> We'll wait till it's off, <laughs> and then we can answer it. Um, Sounds even right, but more that's interesting. Season three, we'll ha- on season three, we'll have people come on and interview us. That's how we'll do it. So. I love it. I would be awesome. right there. So, awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being on. So, Thank you for listening to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya. Be sure to subscribe for more business strategy and ideas to help you create the profitable and successful business you've always wanted. See you on the next episode of From Nothing to Profit.